0: Oh, hey love, I was wondering where my podcast went, (laughs) I was wondering where I went, and what I can say from this time and space is I'm in the future, I might be in your future, but I'm definitely in my future. I'm in a new avatar, because I did a timeline jump, or two, um, there at the end of March, Again, on that 4-4 Portal of 2021. I was very intentional with my timeline jumps. I did that fancy two cups thing, which I've never done before. And it works! Oh my gosh. Uh, luckily, I did weave in um, a lot of gentle with it. And I wove in not specific... Mm, not specific things, but specific feelings. And that's been happening. So I went to Mexico, and you know I don't know if you've been to Mexico, but you would expect when you go to uh, you know tropical type place with beaches that it's a vacation. No, 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 that's not what Mama got. Mama got uh, some initiations, three sacrifices of blood. Uh, you know, and I say sacrifices in air quotes, but yeah, like I had to fall, I had to bleed, and I had a parasite. Okay, three. Can we talk about sacrifices for a second? Sacrifice is something that we give up to be made sacred. And we don't need to get into the darker versions of it. But here, I had to give up pieces of myself to become more sacred, to hold new frequencies. And those sacrifices aren't Always by choice. This is what Ryan Singer and I talked about, right? The initiations that are life that you don't necessarily choose. And in those sacrifices, that discomfort, that whiny ass me who just wanted to be on a beach and is like, what? I got a day on the beach out of eight days. I got lessons, I got upgrades, I got. Amanda Noe said it really beautifully um, that I've been working in the death spaces, moving out and clearing, so that when I came home, I get to do the creation spaces. Oh, is that what we're doing over here? While I was in Mexico, I visited a few sacred sites, making sacred, not sacrifice, making sacred. So three sacrifices were required of me and... We visited three pyramid sites, three temples, deep in the Yucatan, which I hadn't uh, ventured that far into. And my word, the frequencies there of the land itself, palpable energies, jungle energies. And I don't know if you've made friends with the jungle yet, but fuck, if you bring your fear they will respond and eat it up. They will eat you up. It's very much a place where mm, you and the land are simpatico. The land will respond to whatever you bring it. And if you vibrate it, fear, it'll kick your ass. I had my ass kicked. And again, like fucking priestess over here, it wasn't awful, it was intense. (laughs) And after 2020, fuck y'all, I don't want intense. I wanted peace. I wanted laying on a beach, Lana Del Rey, high by the beach, fucking tequila in my hand. I didn't get that vacation. So we're at this one sacred site. They're asking me to just be cautious with sharing it because its secrets are for you. As Armington says, there's history, which is his story. And there's my story, which are the mysteries. So I'll let you uh, find which pyramid temple site that is. But as I was there, you know, it's got quite a lore. And if you look at any archeologist version of things, well, there's one version, but my intuitive self, my higher self was having a very different experience of this place. So I started Googling this temple site and mystery school. Oh, there it was. Just need the right word sometimes, right? Google has, if you know the key, Google can show you where to put it. I knew the key word. I was curious about mystery school. Ah, and it led me to this beloved Mayan elder, Miguel Angel. And he teaches about this site, that it's the Cosmic University. Bingo! Bingo, babe! Yes, yes. When I was in Mexico in March of 2020, my prayer was to be given access to the Hall of Records that's in the Yucatan, the Maya, the Books of Gold. Because it's been my feeling that Egyptian holds one frequency, it's the ancient. But there's another frequency, which is the new... The new keys, the new codes, the new access points. So I prayed for that. And then COVID happened. Then <laughs> I prayed for lots of things. My sanity, fucking uh, being one of the primary ones. Can I just stay sane? Hmm. Oh, and because of you, hi, honey. Because of you, I stayed sane. And didn't get to get lost in the pain, in the depression. And the fear, Uh, uncertainty, let me say that. I wasn't fearful last year. I was uncertain, desperate at times. Knowing that I was on the other side. Knowing that on the other side was my destiny. But really uh, jarred by what was required to get there. And I think we can all look back now and recognize the blessings of 2020. Well, yeah, they were pretty awesome, right? For empaths, that was pretty cool. Give me a time out. Give me an opportunity to set boundaries without me having to set them. Give me time away in order to remember what's real. Um, Plenty of blessings in 2020. But the journey of getting there was real hard in here. So thanks for uh, Riding through it with me in whatever way that looks for you. So the sacred sites and the new ways and the new codes. I wanted access to. So when Larissa and I were dreaming of this trip, she's like, I know where we need to go. Okay. (laughs) Fuck, did she? So the sacred site that Miguel Hell I didn't learn about it while I was there. Let me say that. This is often my way with any type of land access. I'll access a physical location first, and then later I will have earned the rights to shamanically visit and to gain the wisdom of the land. So maybe that's just a good tip for you too. Don't expect that all the magic happens when you're there. Rarely is that. And instead, as with my sacrifices there, uh, the first day that I was there, I literally slipped on gravel and I cut my knee wide open and it looked like a jaguar claw mark on my knee. And God, I was so uh, embarrassed was the word. Like I felt like such a fool. I slipped on gravel. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't high. I slipped on gravel. Uh, That released some weird trauma in this body too. So the sites don't necessarily reveal themselves and this one didn't either. And once I got home, let's see, I got home April 13th, April 22nd, 23rd was when Miguel Angel was doing a virtual tour of this site. And it was there that he revealed to us this is the Cosmic University. These are the golden books of the Maya. And again, not in physical time and space, but each pyramid being its own initiation, each pyramid being an access point to the cosmic library where all memory, all initiations, it's a cosmic mystery school. Holy fuck balls, Yes. And it was so much gentler and sweeter than my Egyptian experiences. The Egyptian, in my purview, can be a bit intense. The secrecy around it is very thick. The protections around it, um, you know, even if you think of the Book of the Dead and all of these rituals that are death rituals to remember through death. It's harrowing at times. The Mayans, I don't know if you have hung out down there in a while, but it's all fucking marigolds and mariachis and there's a joy. There's a lightness. Oh, thanks. So maybe that's what this avatar got was the joy and the lightness. And through my blood sacrifices. um, Can I say like my blood sacrifice? Yeah, I, I, I scraped my knee and I menstruated and I got a parasite. <laughs> I'm calling them sacrifices because I like some drama. Good drama mm. And it's also Maya Where the blood sacrifices Are very real So that was my experience At a couple of the sites as well The decapitations Holy fuck yeah that's real But it's not done with fear It was a different frequency and that frequency through uh, me making the space now lives in me. I'm continuing to work with Miguel Angel because he's just the sweetest. Like, can I make sure you know how to find him, please? Note to self, uh, Miguel Angel. Yeah, just a dear heart. And in that Mayan way, it is all heart. It is all joy. It is all divine child embodied. So as I've come back into this reality, taking a minute to integrate. And can I say the thing with a timeline jump? Like, just stay at that frequency. There will be plenty of opportunities inviting you to dip back down to where you were. Tests in some way. Um, the exla. Have I told you that? That's what we call the twin flame because he has been demoted from twin flame. Um, the exla. The Exla, of course, reached out during that time after a year of not hearing from him, and I did great, nope, nope, um, so when you're in any type of avatar upgrade, don't take those uh things as signs, take them as opportunities to affirm where you want to be. I knew I know where I want to be, hmm. Larissa has been doing a beautiful Qigong practice. Uh, Larissa, who you might remember from the Art of Receiving episode, who is one of my uh, nearest and dearest, who does her sincere fucking work. And yeah, nearest and dearest. So she's been doing this Qigong practice. And one of the moves that she was working with was the Dragons in the Mist. And I love that as a metaphor, because I think that's where a lot of us have been. Dragons in the mist, we can't see it. We just need to stay in that frequency. We just need to keep affirming what it is that we want, not through manifestation, because fuck that, but through our every breath and recognizing the signs that are affirming and encouraging us to keep going. You may not be able to see it, but you know where you want to be be the dragon in the mist and sometimes little dragon our arms get tired and our wings get tired but just because you can't see it doesn't mean that you don't arrive on the other side so I can say hey I've arrived on the other side my masculine showed up my sacred masculine my honey bunny and my boo and I'll be excited to share that story with you when the time is right Um, Right now, what I can say is it is ancient. The first uh, physical meeting of each other, I'm like, oh, thank God you're home. It's kind of been like that. Lifetimes. Hundreds of thousands of years ago of knowing each other. To collide in this reality, well, you know, that's going to be my joy and my bliss right now. Because what I will share is... The coming together of the masculine and feminine. And let me just say, I tried to explain it to my daughter yesterday. Like, what does this sacred relationship mean? Because I don't want to get into the bullshit of it. And I don't want it to be like a hashtag. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want, I don't want to be a hashtag. I might be living a hashtag, but I don't want it to be a hashtag. Sacred. What does a sacred relationship mean? Well, it means that there are two people who have done their work. And it's two people who are committed to their spiritual growth And that in coming together, well, things just get better, bigger, faster, easier, joyouser. The mission uh, for each of us aligns. So we come together and we're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that too. Hmm. So I listened to um, Aubrey podcast yesterday with his new wife. And this beautiful piece that came through was we all had 70% relationships. It was 70% of like exactly what I wanted. And I didn't believe that 100% existed. (laughs) Hey, future, I was wrong. I was wrong. 100% exists. Fuck. Um, Having that 100%, having that mirror And you know how your manifestations go or your opportunities to heal and grow. It's real fast. Oh, yeah. What happens once you have that uh, in duplicate real fucking fast? I can go through what would have taken me, you know, maybe a couple of days to process on my own. I can get through it in about three hours right now. Cool. Didn't know that existed. So uh, I'll stay in my blissed out state over here and tell you that the hundred percent relationship does exist. The hundred percent version of you does exist. Uh, Ben, I'll share his name. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. Uh, As soon as Ben showed up, everything in my body relaxed, even in the first acupuncture session, things were different. Um, So having true partnership, even before he physically had arrived here and even before we had met, my body knew. And what came through in the Akashic was of this whole new frequency. Didn't know it, couldn't see it. But it's different. It's sweeter. And in that same Maya, Miguel, and Hell energy, it's the divine child. It's the age of Horus. It's the something new. We're creating a whole new reality. Ooh, my coffee's good. Mushroom tea. I threw a little bit of coffee in there too. In this creation of a whole new reality, you may have been experiencing the <laughs> cute, cute word, y'all—dissonance. We don't ever want an us versus them, but there seems to be an us versus them. Seems like there's a couple of realities that are going on right now. And within the energetically sensitive community, how's that for an umbrella word? Hmm. We've been feeling like we need to keep a distance. And as Jessa called the zombie timeline, I'm not in any fucking hurry to get back to the zombie timeline. To go back to normal, I need my energetic space. Um, One of my besties was in town recently. Hmm. Amy Lynn and her wife, Courtney. And Courtney does stand up. So Courtney was doing a show. I love Courtney. Uh, I smile just seeing her. Uh, She's one of those in every way who... uh, She's my heart. So, Courtney was doing stand up, and I'm like, nope, I can't go. Being in a bar full of unmasked people, ah, uh, energetically, did not feel good on my body. And yeah, it's not about a mask, it's about knowing the space that I take up now, cramming that down into a room full of people drinking and being like, hey, it's all over didn't feel right. And also in this last year of learning boundaries, I could tell Courtney that like, it feels like way too much. Um, and she's not mad. And she's not disappointed. Because this little sensi over here, well, I don't want anybody to be mad at me. And I don't want to let anybody down that I love. And I felt like I could let her down. But at the same time, like, I can't, my body can't handle that yet. So would you be real sweet to you? As you get invited back into places that you may have outgrown. And really, like you can make up any story you want right now. I don't know if you've noticed that. Permission granted. You can make up any story, any excuse that you want. I think I just preferred truth. It feels like a lot on this body right now. And recognizing my own sensitivities and doing so much trauma work. Mm -mm. And as real friends go, she wasn't disappointed. She's like, fuck, I get it. (laughs) Yep, I get it. Cool. So I invite you, my love, to uh, play in different truth. To be gentle in that truth of what you need. And of continuing to participate in a reality that you may not see, but I promise you exists. So welcome to season two. Welcome to the new, where we do get to come together and uh, ride through it together. If you haven't done the Akashic with me yet, wow, uh, this is the one to do. I'll say that. I think we're going to be doing a special, keeping it open a little bit longer. So go ahead and just sign up. Uh, Say you're interested. Hey, and we'll get you a little dribble campaign, a little drip campaign, you know, those things. Um, because I can't create a whole fucking web page anymore, apparently. So I'll just have to be in real time with you, like, hey, here's what's going on in here. Because they're channeling it in differently. And it's delightful. And in season two, well, uh, I'm new. We'll see what else is new. I recorded with Remington yesterday. <sighs> Uh, insert uh, jazz hands here and crowd cheering because, uh, yeah, you know how long I've wanted to do that. So that's uh, that's been recorded. That's in the books. And I love him. Like, yeah, again, old soul. Hey, brother, it's been a minute. I love you. It's so good to see you again. Uh, after I got all of, over my nerves and my sweaty palms of like, uh, yeah, because, you know, fangirling over somebody who fangirls you back <laughs> fuck egos are weird uh, and i'm gonna be recording with my mentor katherine skaggs and i have a few other dream guests in the works because i think dream guest is where i want to go now there's a few things that uh yeah I, i've been putting into that uh pot of possibilities uh, and speaking of pot of possibilities uh I recognized, I keep calling myself this little cancer stoner. I can't smoke weed anymore, y'all. You know, upgrades? Hmm? Weed, where'd you go? Podcast, where'd you go? It may come back, but uh, sobriety and being in this reality is pretty fucking rad. Don't need to alter anything to participate here or there. So we'll see where this goes. But what I will affirm is I'm back. I'm here for you because things are certainly interesting. And I want to be a frequency that reminds you of what's possible and reminds you of what's real. Because there's a lot of other things out there that will tell you what's not real. Luckily, I've been working in the Akashic long enough, that frequency of truth where I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, And I think you can too, right? We've gotten some pretty good psychic upgrades. We had that big, uh, gosh, when was that? beginning of May, I'll say, there seemed to be this other, I know, I keep calling it frequency. So sorry, upgrade, avatar, whatever. Um, We all got telepathy. Did you get it too? I mean, you couldn't sleep? I couldn't sleep for fucking 10 days. You probably couldn't sleep for some amount of that time too. Because wow, uh, that was intense. Schumann was off the hook. Couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. I also went to the dentist in that time. And can I tell you that shame? Man, oh man, Uh, I have somebody who's amazing, hey Dr. Joy, amazing, Uh, who is literally like massaging me and essential oils with a weighted blanket on me, because I haven't loved dentists, there's some weird trauma in that, ancestral trauma, Uh, probably collective, so I might be doing macro work with that, but boy is that a trauma on this body, how did I get to dentist, shame, hello? Um, Oh, I wasn't eating and sleeping during that time. Yep. Got to do that too. That was a pretty uh, (laughs) intense little period there. Um, But on the other side of that bombardment of frequencies, we came out all telepathic. So you might be finding soul families. I hope you're finding soul families. You should be. They're here. We're here. And when we find each other, it is like this huge expansion in our hearts. In that place of expansion in our hearts with soul families, you may not have it with old family members, uh, whether that be acquaintances or besties or family members, be truthful in that. Don't be cruel. But, um, I think what I've witnessed is we've all changed in the last year. (laughs) Hmm. Aminu maha karu. Aminu maha karu. Everything's new. So stay in that state of grace and of innocence. Don't assume that anything is like it was before. Nope, you're different. They're different in some way. So, with my um, upcoming family gathering, I'm going to do it different. I know what the karma is, I know what historically has happened, but we've all changed. I'm going to give them an opportunity to evolve a little bit by my showing up more honest. Um, And I say that, but, you know, I heard Mark Maron talk about being with his family lately. And he's like, yeah, I freaked the fuck out. Um, Yeah, I'm sure I will have some hysterical 12-year-old moments where I just like slam doors. (laughs) I'll give her an opportunity to heal and evolve as well. But families will bring these things out. Can I show up more in my innocence? More in the truth of who I am? I hope so. Cause, uh, I also learned to like me in the last year when it's only you well fuck there's only two ways that can go right I learned to like me more I'm pretty cool, pretty sweet pretty easy going pretty delightful and the universe seems to like me in return which is grand that that, that makes everything <laughs> much better <laughs> the universe loves me so I don't need to uh <sighs> stay in self let my light uh, open every door and in this new way of the akashic as it's come in oh my gosh uh, we'll be doing the advanced in june and let me just speak into the advanced for a second because holy goodness uh did you know that all grid work and all timeline work is akashic because apparently like i just needed that dot to connect like oh fuck of course, this is what I've been doing the whole time. So we'll be doing the advanced, um, the advanced Akashic uh, means that we're going to be working in the halls of a mentee, we're going to be working with timelines, and we're going to be working with the grids. And there's nobody better to lead that study group slash integration nation. It's not really a study group, it's actually integration and family time. And then Amanda, no. Oh, uh, yeah, Amanda. Uh, she she always paces ahead of me. So I'll say that Amanda, like will say something then two weeks later, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I got that. Um, So enjoy those friends who can be uh, on a future timeline for you. I hope that I can be that at times. But Amanda might even be, you know, a few steps ahead of me and a few steps ahead of you. Cool. Uh, Just let it absorb. So she'll be leading our integration nation. We had Martha soccer mom shaman who is leading this one. And oh my god, like, Fucking gold bar. Yeah, set the standard for what I like in those groups. And in that study group, I don't, I'm not leading it. No, no, no. I I get to come through with the frequency. I get to lead the initiations, but in study group, I'm participating with you in order to integrate it, in order to absorb, in order to be. And that's been a pretty sweet spot. So uh, yeah, Martha, who, as you may recall, just fucking pure light, we just giggle a lot. And in that giggling, we're elevating. Because your spiritual work doesn't have to be so hard anymore. I hope you know that too. Stop taking it so seriously. Stay on the path. Hmm. How'd I get there? Timelines. Akashic. Oh, yeah, I didn't know the Akashic was grid work. And now I can look back with that lens. Um, And again, you know, it's just that droplet that goes in and then everything changes. I can see that I've been doing this for a very, very, you want me to sound like a New Yorker, a very long time. (laughs) Uh, So I'm excited to bring through in what we're calling the advanced, which means, hey, maybe you've gone through the Akashic with me before. Maybe you just went through it and you're like, oh, yes, please. I need those keys. Uh, We'll have the keys for you, boo so that you can see how long you've been participating in this field, the Akashic field, that new Akashic field. Um, And this is not plugging anything. This is just me sharing my giddiness over the new. And that giddiness over the new is every damn day. Today it's about the Akashic. Um, It's funny. Last week, uh, before new love arrived in physical space, there was this signpost on the side of the road that I had hit with Exla's car, and every time I drove by it, like I had this memory of like hitting his car. Uh, car wasn't hurt; it just kind of like made this dent, literally, that uh, a marker, a reminder in physical space, a reminder. that was removed (laughs) physically, uh, like they took it down, they took down the median in the road, they took down the sign. And I'm like, Oh, look how that just left my reality. So I keep watching for what's new every day, not expecting anything to be the same. Delight me is a little of my mantra. Watch for what's new. And let me not assume that it's going to be like it was yesterday, because it's not. And that's the way we participate in a new reality. Not by trying to make anything happen, but for watching for the raises in frequency. Watching for the surprises and being like, well, hot damn, never seen that before. I had a homeless person spit on me. Hot damn, never had that happen before. That's new. So stay in the awe. And I think, you know, it's one of the ways that as shamans were asked to participate, that idea of glow that comes through power path. Gratitude, love, and awe. Be in one of those states. Be in an open heart. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally uh, leading week three of the Akashic Records initiation here in a couple of hours. So I will wrap this up and allow it to be exactly what it is. Glow. Be in awe. Be in wonder. This is an open-hearted revolution, honey. It's because of you, it's because of me. And the more of us who can lead with love by loving ourselves first. And now with this new telepathy where we're all connected and finding each other. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Things are just getting fun. And in case you're not with me over on Patreon, uh, Luminous Mysteries, we do an energy update every month. I did two this last May because, (laughs) I don't know, May did not feel like a month. (laughs) It felt like many, many uh, months and moons and one. My guidance is, my sense is June, July, August, September. Oh, cosmic dance party. Hello. Hello. Shall we dance through it together? So let the good find you. And don't feel badly that the good is a bypassing because it's not. Let the good find you. We're in a real sweet spot of reality. Um, I don't know what that means for next fall, so let me not put any uh, thing on it, except dragon in the mist. I can't see the next fall yet. What I can see is like fucking summer rocks. Oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah, I hear a little childish Gambino summer camp in there. Um, like treat it like summer camp. Treat it like that same wonder, um, the joy, the delight, all of the world coming to life for us here in the Northern Hemisphere. It gets to feel good, and then you're allowing it to feel good without feeling badly for those who aren't feeling good or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Nope, nope. Hold your fucking space, honey. Be radiant in your truth and in your love and in your joy. Not because you're trying. All that blesses me blesses the all. That's my new mantra. All that blesses me blesses the all. I don't know where the hell it came from, but I'm like, "Oh yeah. And isn't that how we want to be as stewards of the new earth? This is not a selfish revolution. Hmm. It's also not a sacrificial. Whatever is good for me is good for the all. That might be speaking from a place of privilege, but fuck, I am a white woman of privilege. All that blesses me blesses the all. And I'll make sure that that love radiates and exudes from every step i take every time i jump on the trampoline let the frequencies go into gaia into the 2d grids that hold this planet together Mm. i love you i know you feel that but i want to remind you of it too in case anybody hasn't told you today how fucking rad you are oh my goodness Changing the world is not hard. It's in the innocence. Uh, And I did drop in some Egyptian hakaos today. The hakaos of the Egyptians. Well, they're the frequencies that were here before the planet was here. They're the frequencies that hold the planet together. They're the magic words. And I have been solidly working in that Egyptian now for a year. Solidly. Um, <laughs> thousands of documents, loosely organized. I'm the librarian. I'm the keeper of the Akashic Records. It's as it should be. So I've been very studious, but uh, time in those spaces has changed me. And now as I poke my head out, I'm like, oh, hey, Mexico. Oh, yeah, look, it's all, it's all the same. Uh, my own personal work. Yeah, I've got the Mexico piece that's pretty alive in my blood. But I've also got the Nordic piece that's very alive in my blood. It's all the same. So whatever your access point is, is right. Cultural appropriation certainly does exist, but when we're in these shamanic realms, when we're in frequencies of love, it's all the same. This is all reminding us who we are. It's unity consciousness. Can there really be cultural appropriation in unity consciousness? Sure. If you're hurting someone else, Hmm. Hurting someone else is also that old paradigm. You hurt someone else if you hurt. So we've been tending those shadows and you've done a great fucking job. You've done such a good job being brave, facing what's uncomfortable and allowing it to evolve. This is the alchemy. It's what we did in inner space, the alchemy. The alchemy of ascension, the alchemy of you. Let whatever hurts come back into innocence and sweetness. And I just think you're spectacular. I'll see you next time, honey.